It's Halloween time. Hello, hello, hello. Dapper Dividends number 59 here. It is 12.40 in the morning. I just worked a 16-hour day today, but I wanted to talk to all of you. So here I am, going to hang out for just a little bit, get a few things off my mind here. Uh, Tell you my favorite scary horror-type movies and uh, just then the moves I've made. I really didn't plan all that much out because of the time, and tomorrow is my favorite holiday. It is Halloween. Well, it is today. It's Halloween today, but I still have to shower and go to bed, but I am dedicated, and I wanted to talk to all you people, all you fine folks that listen to my show and let me know and let you know. You're not letting me know. I can't hear you. You can hear me, though. That's what we're doing. So yeah, I did work almost 60 hours this week in the winter time. That is our busy time. I work on commercial loading dock equipment inside of warehouses, outside of warehouses. And it is definitely our busy time in the cold months here in the Chicago area. So basically what happens is buildings try to keep heat in. So the doors go up and down. There's a few places we work at that are three shifts and they'll open up their doors if they don't have to keep bugs out or birds. They'll open up their doors in spring and close them in the late fall and then just leave them open all summer, spring and fall long. So yeah, gets dark early, nasty weather, ice trucks sliding into things, keeps us working. So it's, it's good for me, good for my line of work, but we do get very busy in the winter months. So looking forward to that, looking forward to making more money because when I get overtime, as you know me, I am a hour whore. I am trying to get as much money as I can to help me reach my goal of work being optional. That's first and foremost what I'm going for. And every dollar I earn helps me achieve my goal just that much quicker. And when I'm working overtime, I'm getting three quarters extra. So I'm getting to my goal three quarters extra just as fast. And this actually is the last election. No, this is this is the last podcast before the election. I told you, you work a 16-hour day and then do a podcast. I'd like to see it, but I'm dedicated, baby. That's what I want to do. I want to get my words out to you. So this is the last podcast before the election. I will do one on Tuesday night. I can do a little bit of a live looking at the election. And honestly, this is an election that I'm really content with whoever wins. It's I feel bad for so many people that are so emotional as I, I like reading psychology. I'm fascinated by the human mind and psychology. And one thing I have learned and this can be your thought for today, is that the more emotional you are, the less rational you are thinking. The less rational you're thinking, the more susceptible to influence and persuasion you are, which is why cult leaders, politicians, spouses, if somebody is making you emotional, that can be any kind of emotion, elation, you know, Uh, Anger is obviously the big one that I see that a lot of the political climate does is they get you angry and they want you to be angry because, as I said, when you are angry, you are thinking less rationally. And when you are less rational, 
you are easier and more open to be persuaded and influenced, which is what they do. And it's always happened. It's going to always happen. But for your sanity and your well-being, try to extricate yourself from that. Just try it. Try to not look at it like party. I, I laugh because when I see the Trump signs and the Joe Biden signs, I almost think Joe, they could have just sent out a blue yard sign and said, right candidate here. That's, that's, it's such a team sport. Pick your soccer team. I'm sorry you for all the, all, all of you out there in the non-United States areas. That's the uh, football. And it's going to be okay. Don't buy into the fear. It reminds me of when I had my vasectomy. I was terrified of my vasectomy. And I built it up to be something in my head that it wasn't throat, man. So I built it up to be something that it wasn't in my head. And it turned out to be not that bad. It really was not that bad. And this will not be that bad. Do you know how I know? I know because politicians want to be reelected. And if they are too out there and too crazy, they're going to scare off the swing voters. It's those swing voters that they're going after. They know that the people that vehemently hate them and disagree with them are not going to vote for them. The people that love them and are in their party are already going to vote for them. They're already in the bag. So who does that leave? That leaves the swing voters. The swing vote is the critical and crucial vote all the time. So people in the middle, and they know that if you're in the middle, they cannot push too hard in their direction, like the pendulum or the level on a bubble, because they're going to make you think you're too radical and too crazy. So politicians, their first and foremost objective is to be elected and then to be reelected. And then a distant third will be legislating anything that may improve your lot in life, which is why I say, and I firmly believe you cannot look to a politician to improve your life. They can improve the scenario, the framework that you can operate within, but for them to improve your life directly, I don't buy it. That's why I'm not so afraid either way, because I will find a way. I'm a winner and winners win, and they cannot destroy what your your effort. They cannot destroy you trying to be all that you can be. I think that was the army slogan, be all you can be way back when. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) check that out. Who's tired? Daddy's tired. That's right. Daddy worked a long day today, but daddy's doing this podcast just for you. That's right, Joe, doing it just for you. (laughs) If your name is Joe, that just threw you for a loop. I love doing that, baby. So yeah, my vasectomy wasn't that bad. It, I got some medication for my brain. I can't think of the name of it. The, um, not Xanax. Uh, somebody here is yelling at what they give you to make you more calm. It was the first and only time I've ever taken that. I didn't like it. It made me feel really drowsy and it just wasn't scary. So don't be afraid of this election. You're going to see whoever wins. If you don't want Trump to win, or if you don't want Biden to win, I'm sorry. I don't believe the country is going to end. The world's not going to end. Everything is going to be just fine. 
Focus on yourself. Control what you can control. Can you control how other people vote? You can't. Can you control what the politicians do? You can't. You can only control how you vote, what you teach your family or your children or those living right around you. And even then, you can't control what they do. You can only control what you can control, which is your thoughts and your actions and your disposition on life. So with that, with that being said and talking about scary and not being scared, not being scared here in America, we're not scared here in America, is my favorite horror movies. And I'm trying to sound enthused. I don't want to be too loud because my family is upstairs sleeping. And I, uh, I love you. Did I tell you I love you today? I really do. If you're listening to this, just know that I love you. And I think the world of you. And I tweeted something out today that I think can apply to you. I said, in order to grow, you have to take risk. And with risk comes failure. With failure comes knowledge. And with knowledge comes growth. Doesn't always mean success. But when you have more knowledge, you're growing. So take a risk, a calculated risk. I didn't say put all of your money. I didn't say go take your entire paycheck and play the lottery. That's a bad risk. I'm talking about a risk where you invest in yourself by improving your own human capital, stacking your talent, as they say, and using that to head into a venture, a calculated risk that is not guaranteed, but because it's you and you are the only you that has ever been. And do you know that you have no competition because there is only one of you? You have a monopoly. There's a monopoly of you. So with these, there's the so. Thank you, everybody who calls out the so. It's at this point, my brain might malfunction. I might have to stop and really think about not saying that like I'm doing now. Okay, my movies. I'll start at the top. Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project. That movie I saw when I was in the Navy and I was in Halifax, Nova Scotia on a port visit when that came out. It scared the hell out of me. I really thought it was going to be corny and goofy. I think I was 19 at the time. Very, very well done. It was one of a kind. It was a new genre that they were doing, the found footage films. Found footage films. <laughs> that was It was really cool. So Blair Witch, I got at 10. Number nine, The Exorcist. Another movie that scared the hell out of me. A lot of the supernatural stuff is more of a mind, pardon my French, is more of a mind fuck because oh, that feels good to swear. We don't have kids listening to the, listen, <laughs> tongue tied. We don't have children's cheering. We don't have cheering listening to this, do we? I don't believe so. But the supernatural ones that are more where you can't see so the whole demonic and spirit things, those are always a lot more scarier because with the zombies and Michael Myers and all that, you can see him coming, you can hear him. He might get you, but uh, when you can't see something, that makes it a whole heck of a lot more scurry. So the exorcist I have at number nine. Number eight, Hellraiser. Good old pinhead. Now this is my this is my kind of movie. I love Hellraiser movies. Humor, dark humor. It's a John Carpenter movie. He's passed on now. If you haven't seen Hellraiser, I would definitely say check it out. 
my favorite horror, one of my favorite horror punk bands called Blitzkid has a song called Hellraiser. And it's cool. They actually talk about the Cenobites in there. This, if you don't know what a Cenobite is, then you need to watch Hellraiser, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. Number seven, Dawn of the Dead, the original. I do like the remake with Vin Rames. Vin Rames. Ving Rames. That one was really, really, really swell. I, <laughs> I like that. But the original from the early, early uh-oh, I want to say early 80s, but it could be 78, 9, might be 78, the year I was born. That's the fun one when they're trapped in the mall, and it's a mall in Pittsburgh that I understand is still a mall and you can go to, and there's still, uh, I saw on the website there's a before and after from it. In Allegheny County, I think it might be. It's right, right on the outside of Pittsburgh, so Dawn of the Dead, the original. Number six, Signs. The M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalanan, Shyamalamadangdang. I, I think I said his name right. M. Night Shyamalan, his alien movie. It's about aliens, and it was really well done, really creepy. There was a few times that it had me on the edge of my seat, just really gripping. He's very hit or miss. So with Sixth Sense and Signs, those two movies really got me, and I didn't include Sixth sense which i probably should have yeah we'll put it as an addendum to we'll go signs dash sixth sense so both m night Shyamalan movies m night Shyamalan, those are very good check them out if you haven't seen signs or sixth sense you've been living under a rock and i suggest you do so number five Shaun of the dead from england i don't know if there is a winchester tavern but I have a shirt from the Winchester Tavern that I'm pretty sure is a knockoff. I would love to go to the Winchester Tavern, have a pint. And Shaun of the Dead is the first of a Zomcom, I believe. I don't remember Zomcom, zombie comedies before that. Shaun of the Dead, really fun, just a fun movie the whole way through. Uh, when that movie started, I said, we're going to love that. I'm going to love this. I knew it. Number four, 28 Days Later, technically not a zombie movie as it is people are infected with the rage virus. And that I've been using rage virus quite a bit talking about the whole COVID-19 pandemic because people act as if we have the rage virus and we don't. The rage virus, you would turn in a matter of 15, 20 seconds, you would become feral and there was no cure. So check out 28 Days Later if you haven't seen that. Check out. What's check out? Does anybody check movies out anymore? No, you stream them. Stream 28 Days Later if you haven't. If you have the capability, do it. Number three, Demon Knight. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. This is a movie I saw while I was in high school still. Very, very fun. I've, I'm a big fan of all the Tales from the Crypt I, it was at a time when I was really questioning my faith that I was brought up in, and I wasn't supposed to be watching it, but I was a little bit too old for them to really clamp down. I was 15, 16 or so. Man, I love Tales from the Crypt stuff. Demon Knight, fun one with Billy Zane. He is a really rootin' tootin' cowboy in that movie. That's a famous scene. Famous. Well, famous for that movie. Demon Knight, 
one of my all-time favorite movies. I can put that movie on anywhere, and I will love it. Number two is It, the new It from 2017. That is another movie that as soon as it started, I looked at my wife as we saw it together, and I said, oh, sweet. Ah, sicky, sicky now. We're in for a movie. And I did. I loved it. Really well done. I think this Pennywise the Clown is much, much more entertaining. The younger Skarsgård brother, uh, much, much better done. It's much better done. My brain is fried. This is what you get, people. So it, I would think most of you have seen it. If you haven't, I really, the second one was, eh. I I read the book and I like the book, so I had to see it. But the first one, really well done. And my all-time favorite scary movie, uh, horror movie, which you might be surprised at this, but it is Return of the Living Dead from 1985. It has just about every stereotypical, cliched, 80s character, clothing, reference, uh, language, or vernacular for those of you who are a little bit more on the up and up with your uh, thesauruses. So Return of the Living Dead, I love that movie. I saw it on Betamax when I was just a little kid. I believe I was in third grade, and one of my friends that lived down the block who I only saw for a little bit. It was a couple of years, maybe. He was. We were unsupervised, and we would watch movies on Betamax in his house. That's where we saw Poltergeist and uh, all the, the zombie movies, and including this one, Return of the Living Dead. Creeped me out, freaked me out, and I was not able to sleep very well or at all for a few nights after I saw that. But that's my favorite I highly recommend if you want to have some fun, check out, check out. You know, we just say these things. Isn't that funny? You do it too. I know you do. You have things that you say when your brain is thinking, when you're trying to go on to the next thing. It's That's your brain's way of stalling. We just got to get better and improve and work and practice at it. And now the self-directed IRA and the taxable, my dividend growth portfolios, tell you real quick what I bought. I didn't do any of the, I I literally wrote all this out. I I threw a few notes down on paper before I drove home so I could get something out to you people. Oh, by the way, what do you think of no music in the background? I ran a poll on Twitter and I, I believe I said this, that most people did not want, or they didn't like, they said it was distracting. I think it was a little boring or I, I, but you know what now? I guess not because there are podcasts I get lost in and they don't have any background music. I'm just interested in what the people are saying. So what did I buy? I received today dividends from something I sold from N, ticker symbol NRZ, new residential. It's a, a mortgage REIT. I received $3.75, which will be the last ordinary dividend because I did sell all those. And as you know, no, you don't know. I'm going to tell you. Well, I'll just tell you right now. I bought 25 I sold 25 shares for I believe $8.12 and I bought those back when the market was dropping dropping for $7.43 in the self-directed IRA. So that's kind of cool. I get to tax harvest so I get to claim a loss on that money for my taxable account 
and then I rebought them in the self-directed IRA, which I will not pay taxes on the dividends while those collect and grow and hopefully become reinstated because they cut their dividend pretty quick during the, the collapse. Here we go. Here we go. What did I buy? A lot of J&J this week. A lot of Johnson & Johnson. On Monday, I bought a share of John- This is all one shares, all one hitters. On Monday, I bought a share of J&J at $142.99. And then I also bought my share of Pepsi for the week. Started the week off. Usually, I buy this at the end of the week. I thought the market was dropping a bit, and I wanted to get my share. So I bought a share of Pepsi at $136.50. Wednesday, I bought a share of Johnson & Johnson again at one thirty-eight forty-five. So if you remember, the first one I bought was $142.99, and the second one I just bought two days later was $138.45. You'll see the trend here. On Thursday, yesterday, I bought a share of Merck, ticker symbol MRK, uh, $76.35. Friday, bought that one share of AbbVie. Friday is yesterday because it is... Uh, I feels like today's Friday because I haven't gone to sleep yet, but I'm looking at the time. It's 1.02, but it is Halloween. Uh, so yesterday I bought that share of AbbVie at $84.85. Now their earnings came out and they did have some pretty good earnings. They really, sorry, I'm opening up what I was what I was saving to read to you guys here. And I'm trying to do too many things. And my brain's not working. So the, the main highlight from AbbVie's, um, from the earnings as they increased the dividend 10.2%. They're raising the quarterly cash dividend from $1.18 to $1.30, beginning with the dividend payable on February 16th. And you, the ex-dividend date of that is January 15th, 2021. You will need to hold those shares by January 14th in order to qualify for that. 10.2%. I got a raise and I didn't do anything. I found out about that while I was getting ready to leave for work. Told my wife she didn't really seem to care, seemed indifferent. I said, we, we just got a 10.2% raise on our shares of AbbVie. Now, how freaking awesome is that? They also had some fantastic, as I'm swallowing, <laughs> Their third quarter net revenues of $12.9 billion is an increase of 52.1% on a reported basis. Dude, I, AbbVie, and then they, they went down and they, they listed, they broke down, uh, you know, where the revenues were coming from and different patents they're filing and whatnot. Come on. I, I love AbbVie. And I bought that share. And I hated it because just yesterday, or on Thursday, it was at $80 a share. And then today after earnings, it jumped up and rightfully so, uh, $4 to $5 a share. And I, I bought one more because I hate that. And it kind of irked me that I didn't buy it when it was lower. But it's okay because I'm buying for that cash flow and the income. And I was buying these at $92, $93 a share not that long ago. If it's good for me at 93, it's good for me at $84.85. And then the last share, Johnson and Johnson, three, I hit the trifecta this week, $135.65. So those shares of J and J I bought at 
Monday, $142.99. Then I got a little cheaper Wednesday at $138.45. And then even cheaper yesterday at $135.65. Come on, baby. We bought more J&J. One of the just, I don't I think I covered it last week. 100, I think it was 126 or 129 is their uh, interest coverage ratio. They, they have $129 available of, of income, <laughs> of operating, of uh, income f- to cover every $1 of interest expense. So that's that. That's all I was going to talk about. Oh, ExxonMobil. ExxonMobil had their earnings today, and it was not as bad. I I was happy. They, they still lost money, but the loss wasn't as bad as the analysts expected. But the main thing, I, I want to read this co- uh, comment here from the uh, chairman and CEO, Mr. Darren Woods. We remain confident in our long-term strategy and the fundamentals of our business and are taking the necessary actions to preserve value while protecting the balance sheet and dividend. We are on pace to achieve our 2020 cost reduction targets and are progressing adi- sorry and are progressing additional savings next year as we manage through this unprecedented down cycle. That's great. They're they're committed to that dividend. I told you. I it's you know, it's nothing is certain in the in the stock market and investing. There's only probabilities and I think there's a great probability that they don't cut the dividend, they keep it intact. And I was betting on it. I might buy another share next week, another share or two, and we'll see. They're going to keep that dividend coming and growing. And we're just going to go right into my song of the show. As always, follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. Tell me what's going on. I'm I'm Pete. I'm about ready to fall asleep here. So I apologize, but boy, I'm getting I'm getting that information out. And if you got one little bit of value from this, then I've I'm happy. That's all I want. Every episode, as long as one person can get one thing of value, baby, that's great for me. That's great for me. It's terrible. I don't even know. I'm delirious. The song of the show is what I tell you to do. I told you to follow me on Twitter, right? Yeah. Go to Twitter and my YouTube channel, Dapper Dividends. Misfits, Halloween. What else could I play? One of my favorite songs by one of my favorite bands. I'm playing Halloween. I tried to play a, I tried to use the music and boy, you know, they, they roped me in. They got me hook, line and singer. It turns out that be yes, a, I would have only been able to play it on anchor and Spotify when I use music. But if you are not a premium member, you will not be able to hear the full song. You only hear 30 second snippets of a song and it starts right in the middle of the song. It was a horrible, it was, it was a shit show and I deleted the episode. Good, you know, 45 minutes of my life. I spent getting that together just to go right in the garbage can, but it's okay because I'm learning, I'm growing and I'm sharing my knowledge with you and go to, YouTube Dapper Dividends playlist if you like music and you want to hear what kind of music I listen to. This is the song for the show today. No other song it could be. It is Halloween by the Misfits. I'm going to go to bed. 
I am tired. I'm so tired and I've come so far. I think that was a Bill Clinton. Or was it a Hillary Clinton? I don't know. I know she says hard. It's really hard and it's going to be hard. I love it, baby. All right, guys, I got to get out of here. Have a good one. I will talk to you on the United States presidential election night next. Peace. Thank you.